Live from Guttercat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? Thanks for hopping into this spaces. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world. And welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is a Grammy-nominated musician, record producer, and DJ. His active presence in the NFT and crypto community has shown his conviction in the power of the blockchain. He is an active... He is active in multiple NFT communities and is constantly connecting with others through Spaces and NFT Twitter. He is also the co-founder of Wobblebug, a metaverse DJ that is controlled by the NFT community. A true pioneer in the space only comes to innovation. It's my honor to share the stage with the one and only Wookie. What is going on, man? Hey, wow. What an intro. That that makes you feel so cool. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's just uh it's it's an honor to have you on the show. Um I love your music. I think I, I'm a big fan of electronic music and I think you just uh it's awesome to see so many musicians in that genre coming into the NFT space. Um and so I always start out the show with the same question, but I'd love for you to answer just uh chat with us a little bit about your journey into the NFT space or the crypto space, whichever came first. For sure. Um, so definitely crypto came first. Um, I heard Andreas Antonopoulos on a podcast. And I, I once it was done, I went to my computer and bought some Bitcoin and Ethereum. I think it was, uh, I don't know, it was 2016. So I think Bitcoin was like $600 or something. Um, bought a bunch, uh, started digging deeper, started uh, trading a bunch of like shit coins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and actually, uh, one of my best buds, he's in the audience, uh, Gesture, he, he actually sent me a link to Mint CryptoPunks, and uh, I didn't do it, which is amazing, but um, that was like my first exposure to what an NFT was. I didn't even know really what it was, but I kind of had some idea, but I just unfortunately didn't mint them or didn't buy them. And uh, yeah, basically just been like paying attention to the to the world ever since then um obviously got like really really deep the last two years when the bull market came back and um basically nfts became very mainstream um learning about all the possibilities and just went down a rabbit hole and kind of just learning about like what this technology can do really uh just opened my eyes and now at this point i really just believe it is just 100 percent the future everything is going to be adopting it soon and it's like it's really just like a new layer of the internet and i I think we're in like a a golden age right now where there's so much innovation that could come down the road and like really the people that are just thinking about it and understanding it the most are really going to benefit. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you talk about the CryptoPunks and the early days of the CryptoPunks. I was the same way. I, I was watching them when they were, you know, under an ETH, and I was just like, I didn't I didn't get it. But we all have this conviction moment where we start to understand the space. Uh, and, you know, for each of us, it's different in terms of when that happens and what we believe in. But I'd love for you just to talk about, because you kind of alluded to it, that moment where you think it's going to become everything, which I completely completely agree. When did that moment kind of take shape for you when it wasn't just investing in blockchain, you know, taking risks with shit coins and altcoins and all this stuff? When did you start to realize like, wow, the blockchain like uh, can unlock so much power in this digital world that it can create this entire like ecosystem where we can just interoperate and create our own economies uh, outside of, you know, even our own communities, we can do it on a global scale. Yeah, um, I think definitely it was fairly recent. Like in the last six six months, it's probably really clicked for me. Um, uh, Probably once I started joining in on some of these like uh, uh, like these communities, like the Board Ape Yacht Club, maybe really realized how much uh, like a community could do for each other, and 
like the social capital one of these uh nfts can give you and same with like gutter gutter <laughs> gutter cat gang yeah and uh really like any it really like opened my mind to what could be done with the nft because really all it is is just like a identifier in your wallet and with that you can be really creative on how you could bring communities together how you could bring experiences to people how you could you know enrich them and really just like kind of the the creativity comes in there yeah really, i think mm -hmm. i cool. i couldn't agree more and it's uh when when i was investing uh you know years ago into uh cryptocurrencies you know if i talk about it on the space a lot but it felt a lot more lonely and now that you have these communities you know you feel like you're a part of something and you feel like there's these ecosystems that you can actually take part in and i do believe that's a huge element because then you've got you know you can have uh, a, a thousand ecosystems and they all kind of feed into each other and it really reminds me nowadays when as uh, especially when we see like bitcoin and ethereum really pumping you you see that all of these micro ecosystems can feed into like these you know these top tier currencies where then you can trade and you can uh if you need to if somewhere doesn't accept one of these smaller th things you can go back into trade into eth or bitcoin but you start to see how all of this kind of runs it's similar to today with you know uh, bureaucracies and governments around the world everyone having their own currencies and then you're able to trade for you know whatever currency is accepted but it's, it's essentially the same thing on the blockchain and now that we have all these micro communities popping up it's really cool to see like how people get involved and invested and can build their own things and so when did you you kind of figure out, you know, I want to, I want to build in this ecosystem. I don't want to just participate anymore. Like I want to actually get in there and I want to start doing things and create value too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, ever since I kind of found out about NFTs, I've been kind of like wondering what music's role is in all of it. Um, I've said this a few times, but like as a, as a musician, you want as much uh, exposure as possible like you want the last thing I want to do is like alienate my fans from listening to my music just because it's on a platform they don't use mm -hmm. so for musicians it's a little bit harder a little more abstract how to think about going about it um, in my opinion because I, I know some people have done some cool things like you know put up a cool visual if you buy the NFT you get you know I'll fly you out to a show I'll do all these things um, which is, that's definitely a cool way to go about it too. And I, like, I think that's dope. Um, but to be completely honest, you kind of have to be a massive artist to have that, to be able to sell something like that. And like, I'm not the biggest artist in the world. Like I've been pretty successful, but I'm not like, like Steve Aoki could do that and he'll sell it in like a day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I did that and I put it up for whatever, a bunch of money, like, I'm not sure if I would sell. And like, most people are like that, you know? So I think like I'm thinking about like the up and coming musicians, like how do they benefit in this world? And uh, I think I think something like a like a record label DAO is a really good idea, um, which is actually something we're kind of doing with Wobblebug. Um, we so like I'm going to give out the stems for each one of my songs or each one of Wobblebug songs. And basically encourage users or the community members to remix and use the sounds in like however they want and then submit it back to us and hopefully put it out on our label um, and like even ha add some kind of like voting mechanism. So like if the community really likes this one remix, we'll put that one out or something like that. Um, we're, we're, we just started. So we're like, it's brand new. We're going to figure out all these things as we go. But uh, that's that's the ultimate vision, kind of, and like with, yeah. So like, what we're trying to build is like kind of like a whole world. I basically am starting a brand new music project that's using the framework of a PFP. Mm -hmm. it, it's like a it's a generative PFP, and if you hold one, you get to be part of the community. You get all the music. You get all the stems. Um, we're gonna use we're gonna use Blau's platform eventually, whenever that's out. Um, I don't know if you're aware of that. 
I, uh, I knew he was making a platform. I don't know much uh, details about it, but I think one thing that you talked about that's really fascinating to me is because when you think about a lot of these PFP communities and these avatar projects that are popping up, essentially whenever they sell out, they're, they're essentially crowdsource funding, right, for their project in order to help right. build out the ecosystem. And it just makes sense, like you said, uh, for like a music, like if you're able to crowdsource and fund, uh, you know, and get all this funding, then you can turn around and go back and give it to artists uh, and musicians that, you know, are helping contribute. And then it's just like this ecosystem that continues to evolve and build as you're able to pull more artists and musicians in. And the whole idea of creating like a metaverse record label is really fascinating. I'd love for you to kind of talk about, you know, the, the vision of that even more and talk about, you know, how a DAO in a sense can almost... Um, it, it's it's like a democratized a democratized way to you know fund different musicians and help them get the exposure that they deserve. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean that's exactly what I think could really flip the industry on its head is um like the the crowdfunding element instead of getting a it, like a huge advance or a major label and you're beholden to them and you have to pay it back and basically just like i mean i have been through the major label uh record run and it's like it's actually really stressful because they kind of like they kind of force you to do certain things and like spend the money and then when you come around you ended up you end up spending all this money and you're like wait i didn't need to do a ten thousand dollar photo shoot and it's like there's a lot of uh it's really bloated honestly Mm -hmm. i mean some major labels are fine. I, I don't know. In my experience, that that's what it was like. It seems and, uh, like there's also just a lot of... Uh, it's hard to... First, it's a lot of marketing too. Like you really have to do a good job. And if you just really care about creating music and you're not... You don't care about like the political side of things, it's harder to really get noticed because there's so much... It, just like when it comes to artists and galleries, I feel like musicians and record labels, the same thing. You have to try to get in front of the right people. And there's a lot of gatekeeping that's involved. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a huge part. And if you have a community of people that are uh, like into this style of music or whatever, it, it you could it's a lot more powerful from the ground up and you can kind of uh, just build it out that way and like have the community be part of the process of releasing music and making it. And it, I think I think I really love the idea of like funding a little bit even though like these days you don't really need funding like you can make everything mm-hmm. on a computer um maybe the funding comes to like uh like marketing a little bit and like even like playlisting kind of doing like the traditional uh playlisting route for spotify and stuff but yeah i mean just uh that I mean, that is kind of like what we're going for is like this, this project, when you buy a wobble bug, it goes towards the community that we're going to like try and rise up, like raise up and like put younger artists on or even like less established artists on. That's a big part of it. I mean, it's also cool to think of, um, you know, a lot of these major record labels, the curators, the people that are making the decisions at the end of the day, they kind of choose, pick and choose who is going to be the face of their label. And I think uh, there's a lot of things that go into that just even beyond just the music. Uh, And so it's cool that like we're that on the blockchain, we can start curating and musicians can kind of take control and help curate other musicians because I can't even tell you I've uh, I've only ran a couple spaces where it's just like hanging out getting to know other people uh, and I, both times that I've done it I've had a musician come on and they play some of their music and it's just like phenomenal like they're the music and the talent that's out there is insane and just to think that you have to be in the right place at the right time is just is it's uh it's kind of it can be defeating and a lot of people I feel like probably get down because the music industry, like you said, there's just so, uh, there's so many layers that you have to hop through that, you know, you start to lose the soul and the magic of just being able to create. Uh, and so it's cool that we can kind of create an ecosystem where musicians can, uh, 
learn and thrive together and be able to, you know, put out their work and, and have it found by other bigger name musicians that really can appreciate it. And then you can be like, uh, kind of elevate them and help spotlight them. And it's just something that I feel like, you know, the, the amount of speed that happens with technology, it can really play into the success of like the music industry and the disrupting the music industry as we know it, because you can find so many people uh, through, through the internet now that you really don't need all of these like middlemen in between. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really true. I mean, I, I've said the same thing so many times, like the, at, at its best cryptocurrency is gonna, crypto and NFTs and all this web three technology, it's going to eliminate middlemen. And that right now there is a lot of that with, in the music industry, in the traditional music industry. Like I make a song and I have to go through, you know, so many labels and the Spotify and like all these different things. And it's cool. I mean, we're so lucky to have these technologies, honestly, and be able to mm -hmm. get out there. But, uh, I mean, we all know you don't make anything on Spotify. Um, and really, music is just a vehicle to perform. Like, most musicians don't really make money on music. Mm -hmm. we, we, make, we use it as a vehicle so we could go play shows and make money that way. Yeah. Or sell whatever. And just the idea that we might be able to <laughs> start making money off um off actual like streaming at some point is really exciting and um i i think and even like be able to share it with our supporters is huge uh like so blouse platform is really cool I'm, i was actually lucky enough to get one of the first uh nfts that dropped so i like i see how it works right now and it, it's really cool. You sign into the, the the website. You you claim your NFT. Um, it shows up in your OpenSea or your wallet. And then on the platform, you actually see all the streaming plays from every uh, you know from every platform. So from Spotify, Apple, and everything. And it, it looks like it's not calculated yet. I, I, it'll probably be like every month or so. But I think the way it's going to work is it'll calculate a uh, uh, like some kind of algorithm and let you claim a certain amount of uh, USDT. I think I, mm -hmm. I'm not exactly. I, I mean, work, it's but. just, it's so fascinating to even hear. I mean, that's that's what's needed though, right? It, it kind of reminds you, the whole evolution of the music industry is so fascinating because at one point, record sales uh, were a big part, um, but then Web2 came and apps started to do the streaming and then, you know, uh, artists really started to turn more towards like live performances to kind of bank on their career. It wasn't as much about the record sales. And then now we're starting to see where like this, you can almost, you can do both again. And if we do this right, because everything can be written in a smart contract to make sure that people, uh, the artists that are putting out their work can get the, the secondary royalties and the royalties they deserve because everything can be tracked on the public ledger and and it's easy for people to be able to see. And so it's, it's going to be fascinating in the next five years or so to see how this all plays out because it's uh, it seems very much so right now, like we're at the beginning of the Web 2 days where it's like people yeah. are using Napster or all these other things. They're kind of figuring out how to share, but we haven't figured out like how to, you know, make it a fair and distributed way yet uh, because the user interface and stuff is just not there but everyone is work you know there's so many pioneers in the space that you just know it's going to get figured out yeah that's 100 percent right um and i mean not only do you get the royalties from like uh well it kind of like creates an entirely new ecosystem because the nft that i claim from blau can also be sold on the secondary market. So some, so someone could buy that from me and then start claiming those royalties. Mm -hmm. So that it's like a whole different economy. It's, it's kind of crazy yeah. what he's doing. 
Yeah, when you can even give back to the people that uh, kind of help crowdfund or crowdsource you and give them a portion of the royalties, that's I think that's the big game changer, right? You're like, instead of giving like a little share of your cut to a record label, you're giving it to the fans that actually believe in you. And I feel like that's right. a game changer because now you're like, you want to help that community. You want to you wanna prove to them, uh, you know, what they saw in you. Uh, and, you know, instead of... It going to a billionaire you're wanting to help you know a thousand people instead of like 10 uh, rich white guys that own a, a, a record label yep yeah no 100 percent. and that's actually what we intend to do with uh wobble bug so if you're uh one of the first owners of wobble bug you could definitely um that'll be something we do down the road it's not available yet so uh you know i can't put a timeline on it but yeah, Blau's kind of doing all the legwork for us, so we're going to just uh, be able to do that once it's ready. And the first few, the first holders, first supporters, all our main supporters, we're, we're going to offer that to them. That's awesome. And and for so just to kind of uh, talk a little bit about Wobblebug, you've kind of alluded to it, but I think it's interesting that it's almost like this uh, this avatar DJ, right, that travels around the metaverse and can play shows. But then also, I already saw that you kind of uh, you were playing a show where you had a filter on your screen. So it's almost like you can, as time goes on, you I'm sure that there's ways that you almost become this character even at live shows and so uh tell us a little bit about how you just kind of see performing and how all like vr and uh virtual reality in the metaverses kind of intersecting with live performances tell us a little bit about like the world that you kind of see uh evolving because i can kind of tell from the way that you're setting this up that you are definitely forward thinking this isn't something that's going to happen in a month but you're thinking like years down the road of how this all evolves and uh i'd love for you to kind of speak about like the future of entertainment in your eyes of like how this kind of progresses yeah um well uh my my co-creators down there in the we could bring him up. That could be cool. Actually, he could, he's, he has a really good way of talking about it as well. Um, but, uh, we, yeah, we want to lean super heavy into the metaverse. Um, I, I really think that is it. That is the future. I mean, we, we already saw with, with COVID this past couple of years that like, um, we're really like, we're really just going deeper into technology. And I think the, where all this tech is going is that like soon we're going to have glasses you just you put on and it just like they're very comfortable and it's pretty much like VR and you could just be right into the metaverse i mean we're we're really heading for ready player ready player one style shit and um i mean i've personally already done some metaverse sets as wookie and like i mean it the exposure is just as good if not better than like playing a big festival and you get people that are like super hyped they come follow me they come follow my projects and it's like i don't know it's uh in a way it's like more like i know i'm not there but in a way it kind of feels more personal and i'm connecting with them on like a deeper level in a weird way mm -hmm. um I, I still think like it's got to be kind of strange. I mean, it's uh, it, because it is new, but that's that doesn't mean that that's just because we're not used to it yet. Um, but it seems like, you know, as you get into it more, you know, like this is the way of the future. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think as technology gets better, it's really just going to be more and more obvious. Like we're going to we're going to be we're definitely going to be just like hanging out with each other with VR goggles, it's going to, it's going to happen. And I mean, it already is happening, but it's going to be like normal yeah. for like, call my dad like that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I brought up, is it Florian? Florian, yeah. I brought him up on stage yeah. too. If you wanted to add in a, a little bit on kind of the, the, uh, the vision of, of how you see entertainment kind of progressing. Sure. Thank you so much. I love what you're doing, Carl. And, uh, thank you for having us. And, um, yeah, like uh, talk a little bit about me. Like I'm an I'm an animator in the in the movie industry. I worked on on big movies like Hotel Transylvania or How to Train Your Dragon. 
And recently, like kind of like 12 months ago, I made the shift to join this, the biggest avatar technology company in the world called Genies. And we're all about the metaverse. We're all about avatars. We're all about digital identity and how to like connect the world through the metaverse, like that whole ready player one vision. And um, when Clubhouse kind of like blew up um, in the beginning of the year, um, I got in touch with Chris Vookie and uh, we were like, like we were hitting it up right away and we were like, hey, let's, how about we just build this digital Web3 metaverse DJ that, that lives on the blockchain and connects like this whole community together. And we started like, like I did some designs, Chris did some music. So it was like a long progress actually. Like we didn't start out with like, it was way before that whole kind of like 10K PFP hype kind of mm-hmm. thingy. It was more like, it was more like, hey, let's create this like virtual identity that people can like unite and connect with, right? So um, the the 10K thing, it's kind of like for us now, it's just the very first step, but we have like this super big vision and uh, like we have so much like, um, expertise in the team like i'm an animator i'm a 3d artist we have like community managers we have developers so we can do like all this cool stuff even what i learned at genies in my day job right like we just had this huge metaverse festival with paris hilton and favocious in uh, the central land so like all the all the kind of like alpha and technology that i learned from there like we want to bring it to to Wobblebug as well so this is like a long-term thing like like we don't want to attract any flippers or people that say like when whitelist, when uh, when drop, whatever. Like this is like long term. We really we really want to like involve the community. And what we did like in the big beginning was basically like say like hey guys like channel your inner creativity. You know like you, everybody has it in you. Like you know like do some drawings. Like even if you like some people drew on a banana, some people drew on a napkin. Some people did some crazy 3D stuff, but because they're already experienced. And we appreciated all of them. Like some people did like, there was one guy who was like, hey, like I just learned 3D overnight to create this super derpy wobble bug. And this is like what it's all about for us. It's kind of about, it's kind of about like, I don't know, like encourage people to actually be creative and be, be part of this like bigger thing mm-hmm. and eventually we really want to like we want to blow this up like this is gonna like go into the real world like we're gonna want to fill out stadiums with wobble bug mm-hmm. but also like in the metaverse and yeah i don't know it's really exciting and uh it's really early but we're we're, we're working really really hard and uh yeah one thing that I love and, and that I think is really important whenever creating these things is that it's like a, there's always a higher vision, right, than just like uh, just one artist. Like it's not just about Wookiee. It's about like like an entire um, community of people that are coming together to help collaborate. And, and you may be helping lead that community, but it's so important if it's everything in Web3 is about uh, togetherness and, you know, building off of each other and learning from each other. And uh, I think that's one thing that it seems like you guys got are getting right in this, but that some people forget whenever they're dropping it, it's more about, you know, individual or just trying to sell out or hype. And but when you're really focused on building for long term, you realize like the importance of just finding the people that really connect and relate to what you're building. And that's so important in this space because that's what Web3 and that's what all this technology is all about. It allows us to connect with each other in the community instead of, you know, having to go through all the gatekeepers. We can find the people that value what we're doing and we can build with them. And I think uh, I think that's really powerful. And I'd love to hear kind of of even some of the other artists that you've already been able to connect with or, you know, being able to find people that are inspired by you, Wookie, and now that you can kind of help elevate them, um, even through your project or just being involved in this space so far. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, what you said is 100% right. Like, as as musicians and, like, as, like, a solo artist, sometimes you kind of feel like you're, like you're just working alone and you're just kind of like, like I got to pay an artist to make me this asset and then this asset. And then 
I got to, it, it all comes out of pocket and then it, 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 it can feel a little like isolating where like this is, we have every aspect covered. Um, like Florian does a 3d, uh, raw tech down there does a 2d, uh, gesture helps me project manage we have a developer and so like we all work together to have every angle covered for like a project like this where it's just it's just such a different way to go about a project than if you're like just a musician Mm -hmm. and uh and then not only that but then you also have an entire community at your fingertips and like we've we've when you run a meme contest like the the stuff you get back is amazing sometimes like like that is super powerful in itself is just having a community that's active and will make things for you just for the sake of fun really and um even we have some great producers in there already like uh a, a, a couple people i could shout out uh, one of the guys is his name's twirl i mean he, i i literally play some of his music as wookie in my sets now and now he's like joining the Wobblebug crew and he's like he's just getting into nfts and he's like he's already making like dope remixes for us and stuff so like that uh, i personally like love that aspect and just like kind of just like the like, creating like this community of creative people like it, it it at the end of the day that to me that's what matters most like this is a long-term project for us we don't really care so like and just to be super transparent, like we're, we're having a slow mint because gas has been so high. Um, we didn't really attract flippers. Um, so like the, the mint is just open right now and like we're, we're selling. It's not like I, it's not like flying off the shelves. Like we're not getting like the super crazy hype flippers because we didn't pay for any marketing. We're just like, we're doing spaces. We're out here just talking and connecting. But honestly, like the more we think about it, the more we're like, you know, this is okay. Like we, we want a slow growth. We, this is, this is a a long-term project for us. We like want to just make cool shit. And the, the cool thing about our project is that we're like, we're all insanely not, not to like sound cocky, but like, we're all very talented Mm -hmm. uh, artists and we make content we don't need money to keep going like we create the content ourselves you know and like even with what we've sold now we've sold like 500 or so like that is like we just bought a, a, a parcel in for decentraland and we're gonna build a metaverse on it now uh and like build a stage florian's busy building the stage now so we could bring more value to our community and like that to be honest, like we're, we're good. You know, we don't need, we could keep doing this for ever. And we know that we're going to like attract people anyway, because like our idea is pretty much like unique and dope, I think. And like, whenever people hear about it, they want to be part of it. So I think just the longer we push and like more we put out music and do cool things, like it's pretty much inevitable that we're just going to, we're going to sell out. And then like those people will get, all the benefits so yeah yeah i mean i think one thing that we're starting to realize is that when when you're ever you're trying to create something in this space there is a lot of noise uh that you have to fight through because there's so many people that are just putting out project after project some people just doing multiple projects and at the end of the day you know like time is the greatest factor in in terms of like developing anything in this space because um there's going to be people out there that you know get that basically just like we saw in the ico craze and now you refer to them you know as shit coins or but people there's going to be projects that inevitably they're the creators and the developers just leave the community because they're like well this isn't taking off but it's the the communities that don't that are pushing forward for a bigger purpose, I feel like that are going to really take the spotlight uh, in the next few years because there's there's going to be communities out there that are really that are cr- trying to create and find the people that really believe in what they're building and what they're creating and it's not only about the money i mean everyone in this space like that is a great motivator it's awesome to be able to get financial freedom uh but at the end of the day the the people that are out here that are building in the space that are putting in the time and the work and finding community those are the ecosystems that i feel like are going to prevail because they 
they're showing up day in and day out. They're showing the community that they care. And I think that's at the end of the day when you have those communities, those are the ones that are going to continue to kind of rise to the top when it comes to a decade or, you know, two uh, years and years down the road. Because there will be some of these projects that are created today that are like the Apples and the Microsoft of like the Web2 days, you know. Uh, and it's just a matter of, you know, those communities that are being built that are the strongest will be the ones that persist the test of time. Uh, and it's cool to hear that, you know, like you guys said, you're thinking about the long term, you're not going anywhere. It's not like you're dependent on the income from the project to keep creating and putting the work out, because that allows you to focus on finding the right community. And, and it's just promising to hear that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. We're just doubling down on community. Now we're doing uh, a bunch of stuff for them. So uh, definitely like even what we have even what we have now it's like i've been in crypto communities like all year long right and what we have now on the mobile bug discord is like actually amazing like it's like people talking about life people talking about their interests like i'm so actually i'm so glad we didn't sell out because otherwise we would have all those flippers that they were just like spamming the discord basically like uh, what's the floor pl- what's fl- floor price or when when moon whatever but now we have actually people like engaging with each other getting to know each other and uh, like I said before like uh, there's there's one person who said like oh I just learned 3d just for Wobblebug to like participate in this meme contest and like I learned something new and there's this other person who's just like I never I never did music in my life but I downloaded those stamps and like I downloaded like whatever fruity loops or whatever and put them together and like I actually like it. So like I discovered something new about myself and for me that that's what it's all about. It's about like hey like guys you all have it in you like let's create something awesome together and like everybody has something to give and it's very beautiful. So I'm very I'm actually like even I was I was a little bit down in the beginning. I was like oh like oh didn't sell out or whatever but now i'm actually really grateful because it allows us to like grow this in an organic and slow way mm-hmm. that actually like forces a community that we in the end we really like yeah it's, yeah it's, it's gonna be really awesome right it it's funny it, it in any other industry if you had 600 sales of something in a couple of days like that'd be a massive success but because this is nfts and like the way everything works here like it may be perceived as like you know we're not uh like super successful but to be honest it's like i mean i look at it as like like this is it when i was when i was starting out as wookie i didn't i I wasn't even here yet you know so like as wobblebug starting out this way is actually doing really well and we have uh you know, we have a really good foundation to start building. And it's like we have these ultimate merch items for an artist that are just available to buy there. And the more we start putting stuff out, like I, I know we're we're going to bring people in that love the idea because whenever we talk about it in spaces and stuff, like we always get people to come through the Discord and like check it out. Maybe they don't want to buy right away because gas is ridiculous right now, which is also partly why we're we're struggling when I think a lot of projects are actually doesn't even really matter. Like we're just going to keep pushing forward and like doing dope shit. It's like, that's all that matters. Yeah. And I I think, uh, as you're, you can hear the passion about the, the community. And I wanted to, I had a question for you, Wookie, because I think one thing that I always thought was so cool is, uh, and you can see it in your banner too. I mean, you've been kind of engaging in NFT communities for months now, and I would love for you just kind of talk about, you know, being able to get involved in other NFT communities and see the power of that kind of why, uh, you know, what the, what you found, um, you know, amazing about joining these different communities and uh, the power that they kind of bring to to collabing and creating and all of the things, all of the elements that you've seen now with, it doesn't matter if it's the Bored Ape Yacht Club or the Gutter Cat Gang or the Cool Cats, there's just so many passionate people in these communities doing things now. And I'd love for you to just kind of talk about your experience watching that happen and how that kind of played a, a role in seeing the potential of doing something like the project you're doing now. Yeah, um, 
so yeah, being part of those communities has been huge because you, you, you really like, you really connect with people on like a different level. And it, I think in today's day and age, we all kind of crave that a little bit. We all kind of crave community and like being part of something. So like, if I could, help people like be stoked about something by like making a song for this project. Um, which is like what, that's what we did for gutter cats. What we did for board apes, um, with my friend, Sam, we like, we made song, we made theme songs for these projects and like basically just like get people stoked. And, um, like I look at it as just like derivative art, art really. Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's our way of doing a derivative because I can't, I can't draw or anything. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's kind of just like a, it's a way of doing that. And like just being part of the gang really. And like, just uh, like, I don't know, just really connecting with people. It's kind of like, I, I feel like I've made better friends like this past six months between like my, my trading groups and like these communities. And like, I have my entire life to be honest. It's it's fascinating, isn't it? And it's like one thing that fascinates me is that if you find something you're passionate about, uh, if you think like 40, 50 years ago, it's fine. It's hard to find people in your local community that maybe is are as passionate uh, as you are about a certain thing. But when you have a community where you can go online and you actually know where all these people are at, you can go make friends because they all understand and their minds are still thinking the same way you are, and like like that interconnection, like that soul connection. Uh, happens a lot faster because you're not having to try to explain stuff to them. They already get it. It's like, uh, it's so fascinating. You hear people talking about trying to talk to their normie friends and it's like, you almost feel like we're living in two different worlds in a sense because of how we look at the world and how we see the future. Yeah, (laughs) that's really true. I actually, I'm so lucky. Uh, my fiance Roxanne is down in the audience and I'm just thinking right now, like if, if uh, if my fiance was not into NFTs, we'd be having problems because <laughs> we that's we we talk about it a lot and like we're both obsessed, so it, it helps. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it's so it's so cool to be able to uh, kind of get to see the evolution too. I think I've talked about like partners and finding people and uh, like making sure to introduce the people you love to the space uh, because it is it's so important. Is like especially in web three, it is, uh, there's that tension between the current world and the world we're headed to. And, uh, if you, if you not able to kind of see the same way or the same light, it's hard to understand like the, the direction that we're going and it goes all the way back, you know, even to, you know, the, the power of currency and, uh, the manipulation of currency for the last couple decades. And, you know, when you start to look at the world in the same way, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like this whole digital world makes sense. And like this whole idea of a global community. And, um, I love to, for you to kind of even chat about that, the borderless nature of this, you know, like even as a musician, when you try to do like a world tour or something like that, and the logistics involved to now where you can literally go into a metaverse and play a show and you literally could have people from 30 different countries uh, all there with you at your, uh, you know, at your, at your show and listening to you live, what that kind of means for the future of the way that we even can, you know, interoperate without even having to travel to, you know, a, a different world. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I was saying it earlier, I think, in a way, like with the metaverse, I almost feel more connected to people when I perform in there, or if I hang in there, watch something. Um, And yeah, you said it, like, I, it's really hard for me to go play in Asia. And I, but I know I have fans there. And it but it's like, uh, right now, it's almost impossible. And then number two, even without COVID or a pandemic, it's actually really fucking hard to go fly 18 hours and be away from home and all this stuff. And, but now like, I I mean, you could connect with those people instantaneously, um, like really easily. And we, we, we actually have a pretty large Asian community in our discord and it's, it's been really great because some of them are fans of Wookiee. Some of them like what we're doing with wobble bug. And it's just, it's cool to connect on that level. Um, and I, 
yeah i don't know i just see it getting bigger i i think we really are just like scratching the surface right now and as soon as as soon as apple comes out with some glasses where you could just throw them on and be in the metaverse it's it's game over man yeah yeah for sure and and you know it's coming with facebook changing their name everyone in the tech world they know where the money has been going and they know where all the innovations happening and they see it on the writing on the wall it's almost like the sometimes it feels like they're scrambling to try and figure out how to get in before it's too late or maybe they've been secretly innovating in the background and then like you said they just come out with something it's like oh my god like they've they have been doing something behind the scenes but you know that that we're just at this like tipping point and there's even with the amount of wallets and things that are kind of in the nft space now with the coinbase news you know there's there's just inevitably going to be so many more people joining the space and it's so cool to see you know uh, established musicians but whether it's steve aoki or uh, blau or, or you that just see the potential already and you're not wasting any time you're like you know you may not have it all figured out before you put like this little clean um, you know, well put together a little box, but it's like you're the first movers. You're the ones that are the pioneers. You're coming into the space before it's uh, official, uh, officially established and mainstream. But I think there's power in that, especially in this community, because the power of being able to show like your early support and that you understand the innovation, you're able to kind of get the attention from, you know, other people that really uh, have been supporting early. And I think that's another cool thing is just like finding those like-minded people. Like you said, not everyone in your discord may be, you know, at first a fan of your music, but they, some of them may just be a fan of like the innovation that you're trying to create, which is a whole nother aspect of what you're, uh, what we're doing. Cause our, our art is almost becoming an ecosystem. It's an it's a whole economy, and it's something that you start seeing creators start thinking about. It's like, oh wow, like I uh, some people when they first got into NFTs, they're like, who cares about the price? Who cares about this or that? Uh, because they're just like, as an artist, they've always thought, you know, I put my art out there. It is what it is. But now you're starting to realize there's a whole ecosystem where you can help your collectors, and your collectors can help you, and we all kind of build this ecosystem together where it, you know if you if you put someone down or if you don't value uh, every aspect of the community then the community can easily turn on you because you're you've shown that you don't value you know the people that are behind you yeah yeah and i mean that's that's exactly why we're like doubling down on that because we we we'll, we're like we're learning as we go as well like that's we're not afraid to admit that i i think if you could agree florian like we this it's all uncharted space and especially as like a music nft pfp thing like this is the first of its kind so we're kind of like we're kind of navigating as we go and we 100% want to listen to our our discord and our community because there, there's some smart people in there, you know, and that's what's so cool about the, this world is that anyone who's into this is usually like fairly knowledgeable, at least. I mean, maybe they're just learning, but the fact that they're even taking the step to start learning shows to me that they're open minded, that they're creative, they know they're, you know, they, they're, they're not afraid to try something new. And I think that is like, just a, such a good foundation to start just like learning from each other. And like, there's definitely really good suggestions in the discord that we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we should do that for sure. Good idea. Yeah. And like, I, I think that's what's super cool about this world. And we're, that's why like, yeah, this is a long-term thing for us. We're, we're, we're building something really dope. I love it. All right. We are, I'll ask maybe one more question, then we're going to turn over to Community Corner. So if you have a question, there's a few of you who have already asked really good questions. Uh, don't be shy. Hit that request button, and I'll start bringing a few of you up in just a moment. Um, for Community Corner, you can ask Wookie or Florian questions that you may have. Um, but one last thing before we get into Community Corner that I'll ask you guys is just kind of to to give us an idea of um, this metaverse build, it sounds like you're very bullish on the metaverse and these virtual worlds. Tell us a little bit about kind of like how you go about when you're creating these worlds, um, how you can make them as 
uh, inclusive as possible to make it feel like you're really there, that you're, you know, you want to try to make it feel like you're actually at a live performance event. How do you, how do you kind of go about creating that to make it feel like you're, uh, you're really right there with Wookiee or, you know, the wobble, the wobble bug. Flora, do you want to take that since you're, uh, kind of building it out? Uh, can you repeat that? Sorry. I was like talking with my girlfriend. No, Sorry. No, no worries. Just tell us a little bit about as you're building this metaverse world, how you make it as real as possible. So you really feel like you're right there. Well, that's all about the technology. Like it's going to get there. Like even what we did right now with, uh, with, uh, genies, with, um, with Favocious and Paris, like it's already pretty cool. But as long as like the technology is going to get better. Right. And, like even like the tools we have these days, like it's nothing compared to what we had three three years ago. Like I remember when I built my first game or like the like a real time kind of like experience. It was so complicated. But what they what they offer now is like it's next level. Like what Epic does with Unreal Engine and uh and the the the, the capabilities of just like kind of like sculpting something that is super high fidelity and super realistic and just bring it into a game engine without any like hassle it's going to get there like it's like it's so easy these days and it's going to get more and more easy so like give it a couple more years and it's going to be so realistic so like i'm not worried about that at all mm-hmm. like it's going to be so high fidelity yeah, I think it's like you said, it's just about time. And it's like for us now, when I was like in the sandbox and an alpha release, and it's like you already can kind of see it, but it's still a little funky when you're trying to do it on the keyboard. But it's like, this wasn't meant to be on a keyboard anyways. It's meant to be like when you're walking around with glasses on and kind of explore these worlds and you can kind of get a vision of what it's like. But I completely agree. I think it's cool that, you you know, we've got creators that are building out these worlds. I always say it's almost like the gold rush where it's like people are going through, you know, hundreds of years ago, physical land, trying to find amazing places. And now you have the same thing in the digital world. And, and it's, I can't even imagine even in 10 years, let alone when all of us are gone in a hundred or a couple hundred years, what these worlds look like, it's going to be fascinating and how much commerce and the ecosystems that are built there is just, it's going to be a whole different world that we live in. Uh, and, and we've kind of are in, in the precipice and we're at the beginning of all of this. And it's so, it's just crazy. It's a crazy time to be alive and to be able to see like the transition of, of, uh, almost like the evolution of humanity. Um, but I agree. I think, like you said, it's just all going to take time. Uh, let's go ahead and go into some questions. I'll bring a few people up. Now is the time. If you uh, wrote a question on that post on the second pin tweet, please request to come up because I will pull you up. Uh, let's go to... One second. We're going to bring... Ian up to start us off. Hey, Ian, what's going on, hey. man? I'm having some issues with my soundboard, so I can't play the transition, but go ahead. No worries. Thanks for having me up, Carl. Uh, Wookie, been a longtime fan. Saw you out in L.A. at a B&L uh, quite a while ago, so it's cool to run into you here. Nice. Um, my question there's a lot of different ways to get into the NFT crypto space. Um, you know, you can make these digital identities like you have, or, um, but my question as the music industry moves into this space as a whole, do you see, um, what business model do you see really taking off? Is it selling, you know, music as NFTs or is it selling, you know, these digital identities or, selling, you know, different type of IP as a musician. What do you think that the whole industry is going to move into? So I, I think there's going to be a few things that are going to, a few things that make sense to me off the bat are like, like crowdfunding. Um, so like, you know, if an artist wants to have a little bit of a budget to write an album and tour on it and they could release an NFT that will, help them do that and like basically reward those early early supporters like that to me that's like low-hanging fruit that's like a really easy one um then also something you could do is like like maybe more established artists can do like like imagine imagine the weekend drops 
an NFT for an album campaign. And he just, he just drops like 2000 of something. And that NFT will like unlock a bunch of different things over the, the, the span of his album campaign. And then it also becomes like this crazy, like cool, like vintage collectible that's uh, digital. Um, so I think those are two really easy, like, like low hanging fruit, cool things that we could do in this world. Um, and then there's going to be a blouse platform, which is like literally letting your community like share your, your royalties, which is really dope. Um, I, I, I am a little like, I, I, I wondered like just how much that's going to like, uh, be like, like, cause if you, if you split it up between like 10,000 people, like, yeah, I mean, they might be getting like a dollar every three months or something like that. So I, I mean, it, that could be like hit or miss. I could see. Um, it's a really, really cool idea, and I'm I'm excited to use it. But uh, I just I wonder if like some like smaller artists, it might just not make sense for them. Um, but it's also it's also brand new. Like I don't know everything, and I'm just I'm I'm just really curious how it's going to work. Um, and then I mean, you, I, I think there is there's also probably like uh, a world where you could like sell an a, a song. And if I, I actually, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you did like a one of one and you said like, okay, now you own this song once you buy it and you could put it on Spotify and you can uh, like license it out and stuff. I mean that to me, that's interesting, but I don't know if that's going to be uh, what we see in the future really, because I don't know, like sometimes you need to, to get like the full benefit of something like that. You need a label to and like a publishing company to like sync it into into movies and stuff like that's as like a musician that makes music that's like that's like one of the biggest paydays is like when you get a sync in a movie um and so like if you just sell it to some random person like there's nobody that's going to be like shopping that to get in movies and stuff so that's i don't know to me that's a weird one um and then yeah i mean until there's like a platform that is like like basically like web3 spotify um i don't know if just like minting a song is going to make sense yet in my opinion I, I don't know maybe someone else could chime in i mean i think that's a it's a really good question um ian that you kind of pose and i think another thing that's interesting is even when whether it's musicians or celebrities that have come in and kind of not known what to do in the space and then hop out just because they don't have the time to get involved, a lot of professional athletes. One thing that's fascinating to me is that anyone that puts something onto the blockchain because of provenance, even if they don't understand or they, you know, they could have their price falling uh, of whatever asset they put out there. But if they ever decide to come back and interact with it, or, you know, if there's a new way that you could you know add value as soon as you have something on the blockchain that has provenance to you you can always go back and you know you can alter or edit it or now give value in a new way that you would have never even thought about even five or six months ago. And I think that's a fascinating thing that I think about even with athletes that have kind of come and done a drop and left. I think inevitably, a lot of people are going to actually end up coming back into the space because it's going to become such a big part of everyone's lives that they now they have something out there that now they can figure out how to use. Um, because because they, they just didn't know there was like a lack of understanding, a lack of education. And I think musicians are going to be the same way. Like everyone's trying to figure it out. But if you have something out there, you're like, you're going to be able to figure out how to use the thing that you put out for, in your case, it could be the wobble bug. And you're going to be able to apply it to anything you do in the future to continue to give value back to the community that, you know, believed in you and supported mm -hmm. you even before the innovation happened. Um, and so I think that's, that's kind of, I feel like a big, a big thing that is going to continue to evolve is like, I feel like that's what we keep coming back to is we don't know exactly how it all will happen, uh, but it will continue to evolve and like all of these platforms will get better and better and better and we'll be able to continue to utilize them through time. All right, I've got one more question. It comes from the Gutterville News. They posted a question on your post. They said, if you had a crystal ball, where do you see the intersection of NFTs and music? 
and what does it allow artists to do that they couldn't do before? I feel like you already touched on it, but in terms of like um, unlockable access, what are some things that you're already thinking about like that, you know, you can tie to your NFT to be able to unlock certain ac- uh, uh, activities or merch or things like that uh, for people that get involved in your community? Wookie, are you there? Uh, I think you're on mute. Hmm. Florian, are you there? We may have gotten, we may have had some of our speakers get rugged there. Or maybe I'm getting rugged. Maybe I got rugged. It looks like maybe that's what's happening because I'm not seeing anyone interact. So we're gonna go. Um, you you're breaking up a little bit, but I think I get the question. Is is uh, was the question? Uh oh. Yeah. Do you guys hear me? Is that me? I hear you, but then breaking I'm cutting out. That, I you? I think I'm cutting up too a little I hear bit. You, Wookie. I believe it's Carl that's breaking up. Yeah, can you can you hear me now any better? Yeah, I think you're getting rough. All right, I'll just ask the question one more time. What are some of the things that can be unlocked or, you know, between NFTs and music? <laughs> yeah, you got rugged, Carl. <laughs> oh, but All right, I got rugged. Let's go ahead and end this thing. This has been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody, really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.